had a very crazy fucking weekend. Holy shit. So much crap happened. Oh, I like I don't even know where to start with this episode right now. Just oh my god, so much shit happened. We had not one, but two pay-per-views and they were both insane. Holy shit, they were insane. God, they were just insane. So, we are going to start with the one that took over the whole entire weekend that everybody talked about all the way into the Rumble, and that is NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Holy shit, let me tell you. God, this literally had my heart going like boom, 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 the whole entire time. I know. I couldn't, like, get enough of it. I didn't want it to end. Oh, I didn't want it to end, so when it did, I was just like, no! So, I think, what was the first match? I think the first match was actually, the belt, was that the first match? No, the first match was the NXT Championship, Bobby Fish versus Kyle O'Reilly. Again, Um, no, it's Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly against the Authors of Pain for the NXT Championships. Now, I was kind of confused at this, like, why... Are they going against the Austin the Pain when the Austin the Pain are literally coming up to the main roster in less than three months now? Yeah, is it late? Yeah. Is it almost April? So yeah, less than three months because they're coming up right after at WrestleMania. The night after WrestleMania, well, the SmackDown after WrestleMania is when they're going to get called up to the main roster. So I was kind of confused, but it was a good-ass match. Holy fucking shit. Man, I was just like on the edge of my seat. Freaking uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly just had me like, oh my God, don't y'all lose those titles. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, no, don't do it. And like, like oh, there's just, it was so close. It and... was such a good match. But Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly took their championships backstage with them. And it was awesome. Pretty much off the pain loss. It was amazing. It was amazing. Of course, I had to, like, avoid Twitter. Yeah, avoid, like, if you weren't live tweeting with everybody else, avoid Twitter at all toss. So there were just spoilers, spoilers everywhere. So the next, the next match we had was my favorite, not my favorite, but, like, one of my favorite NXT wrestlers of all time, the fucking Velveteen Dream. Oh, my God, Kira, no, 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 don't get on the keyboard. I'm sorry, my dog is literally laying right here. She thinks my keyboard is a pillow. No, Kira. No, sweetie. No. Not even. Keyboard is not a pillow. So, we had the Velveteen Dream go against Cassis. Oh, no. And Velveteen Dream promised the crowd that he was going to beat Cassis in less than 30 seconds. He was going to knock him out. And, really? I am recording. <laughs> you did this the last time. I understand <laughs> you want to be a part of it, but you can't talk. You're not a dog. I mean, sorry. You are a dog. You can't talk. Don't get away from that chicken. So, pretty much, Velveteen Dream came on like boxer. Like, you know how boxers come out in those big, huge, like, shorts? That's what he had on, but he had, like, prints and stuff, like, all over him. His name was all of them shorts. He had a girl and some dude holding, like, a pillow or something like that. And the girl, like, walked around him in a circle, was like, playing with his abs. I was like, who is this girl and how do I get this job? Yeah, how much do you, how much do you get paid an hour? Okay, how do you how much do you get paid 
to touch his abs because I would do it for free. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little whore like that. And I don't care. Judge me. <laughs> so pretty much he came out and said, you know, I will be cast as on in less than 30 seconds. You know, I'll knock him out in less than 30 seconds. So when um, Cassadonal came to the ring and he actually knocked his ass out, I was like, oh, shit. But then he quickly got up and hit him with a forearm of his own. So, you know, the match kept going and going. And later in the match, Cassadonal failed to properly take or sell a DDT by Velveteen and he kind of screwed up a counter Death Valley driver. Uh, it was a little painful to watch. Yeah, it was. I was just like, oh, come on, Cassis. You've literally been in the game for, like, so long. How do you fuck that up? So then Cassis hit a ripcord rolling elbow, but Velveteen dodged uh, the second one, hit a rolling DVD, and drilled Cassis with a purple rainmaker from the top of the ring, top of the ring post for the one, two, three. Even though they both screwed up during the match, like literally, you can see by the uh, the, you know how they do like, re not reviews of the match, but they like they show you like you know this happened and this happened. You can literally see where the hell they fucked up. But it was such a good match. Oh my god! Great. Right, besides that, I think besides that one, my, I don't know. I think it's I consider it a minor bump. It was a minor bump. It was a minor bump. So but besides then, that, I thought it was a good match. Like. It was. I, anything that has Velveteen Dream in it, I'm watching. Anything and I'm that has the Velveteen Dream, fuck you, yeah, I'm watching. Anything. And I'm kind of biased against the Oh No dude because in my career mode, like, he made me lose about eight times and I oh, almost Oh, girl, ready. me too. Oh, my God. In WWE 2K18, oh, my God, it is so hard to get past Cassis Oh No. I lost, like, four times before I finally whooped his ass. Shit, it was so hard. It pissed me off. I was so pissed. I'm like, why the fuck are you so hard to beat? This should not be like this. What the no. holy fuck? So then in the next match we had, I still don't know why the hell we had this match. <laughs> the NXT Women's Championship, Ember Moon, the champion, go against fucking Shayna Baszler. Oh. Why? Why? I don't understand why. Why the fuck? Fuck, did she get a title shot already? Like, I know, she's literally, like, supposed to be, you know, the one to be because, you know, she puts NXT girls in chokeholds at the fucking, um, what's it called? The, um, uh, uh, the WWE Performance Center. Yeah, she'll literally put girls in chokeholds at the Performance Center. I understand that. But no, 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 I don't want her to have a goddamn title shot. No, 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 fuck you, fuck that. So the Amber Moon versus Shayna Baszler match, not gonna lie, I actually kind of like this match. It was good. It had some bumps. The ending was meh. It, it was good because, you know, if you did not know, Amber had got injured like along, uh, like when she was first starting out, she got injured. Then she injured her arm and she was out for like six months, I think. She came back stronger than before. So, of course, when, you know, the match starts, um, Shane Baszler went right for that arm. She went and she stomped on it, you know, thinking she might break it or something like that. But Ember just kept fucking going. And 
Ember actually hit a fucking one-arm eclipse, but couldn't get a pinfall after the landing on her arm. And I was just like, oh my god! It was still... Like, I don't know how the hell she pulled that off, but I give her, like, an A++++, because that was just... Insane. Yeah. So, then, uh, after she landed on her arm... Uh, some people came up, you know, looked at her arm to make sure she was okay. So then Shayna locked Ember into an arm bar submission maneuver in the middle of the ring. And even though Ember tried to reverse it, Shayna locked it in a second time. No, and a second, third, and fourth time. Suddenly, all of a fucking sudden, Ember rolled Shayna over, pinning both her legs over Shayna's head to pick up the three count and got her title back. I was just like, holy fuck, what the hell? How the fuck she do that? <laughs> I was confused as shit. I was like, how the fuck did she do that? How in the almighty fuck did she, she do that? She like, really freaking scared for a good, the, like, the fourth time I'm like, shit, she's gonna lose it. She's gonna fucking lose it. And then she, Emmer did that. I'm like, okay. Holy fuck, she's gonna fucking lose it, isn't she? Holy fucking shit, she's gonna lose the fucking shit, and I'm gonna be absolutely livid. So then, after the match, um, Ember's going up, back up the ramp, and you see Shayna, she's sitting in the ring, against the ring post, with, you know, her hand in her arms, and she just looks angry. Like, usually she's already, like, angry as it is, but she looked even more angry. And so, as Ember was walking off with, you know, not paramedics, but, like, some of the doctors and the trainers, you know, to go look at her arm. I'm sorry, my phone's going off. Come in, like, three fucking group chats, son of a bitch. So then, uh, after Ember tried to make her way up towards backstage, you know, holding her arm, Shayna ran her down, and she just snapped, and she put her in a goddamn not a coquina clutch, but I think it's called a Curfuta clutch or some shit like that. She put yes. her in the clutch twice before finally letting her ass go. Amber literally was passed the fuck out. Like I thought that I'm like, oh my god, did she really kill this bitch? Holy shit! And so like Amber like played it off like she knows how to fucking sell the shit. Like I was like, <gasps> like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, Amber! Like I was like, oh my god, I was freaking out. I was like, is Amber okay? Holy fuck! What the fuck? What the hell? Oh my god. Is she okay? Oh, my God. So then she finally, you know, comes, you know, snaps out of it. Ember just starts gagging. Like, I don't know what she's throwing up. She was just gagging, spitting up shit, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, Shayna has to die. I feel like Ember's one of those performers that can just oversell anyone. It doesn't matter who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, but. yeah, I was just like, yeah, I was just like, she literally knows how to sell literally every moon she's ever done. Kira, if you don't get your ass back in this goddamn room. I'm sorry, guys. I had to yell at my damn dog because she knows he's hell going up in the kitchen trying to find the, trying to find the mouse that's in my apartment right now. This ain't no she Tom knows. and Jerry shit. She knows where the goods are. <laughs> there we go. Bring your ass. So then the next match, we had Alistair Black versus Adam Cole, baby, in an Extreme Rules match. Holy fucking shit! 
above oh. and beyond. Oh my god. This is like this match top ten. Absolutely top oh, ten matches of NXT of all time. This match literally had me on the edge of my seat. I was just watching and praying that these guys don't kill each other. Oh my god. So literally everything was going it, it, it was just, you know, it was a regular match, but then here come all the weapons, tables, chairs, fucking what's that thing that um that Alexa used on Bailey? Um Oh the Kendo stick. Kendo sticks came out. It was fucking chairs, ladders, trash cans. It was crazy. And then while all this shit is happening, um, you know, all this shit is happening, and then you know how Alistair Black jumps off the robes into a backflip and then sits down on the floor with his, you know, in a, you know, Indian yeah. style. He tried to do that, but Adam Cole just whammed him with a goddamn Kindle stick in the stomach while he, ju- after he jumped off the robes, he just whammed him in the stomach with a Kindle stick. I was like, oh my God, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead I was just like holy crap he's dead <laughs> so then early in the match Adam Cole's hand is just gushing blood and I was like oh my god there's so much bleeding on WWE TV what is this EC does holy shit <laughs> I was in love with this match just because like I'm really into like the hardcore extreme stuff and if no one who's listening has ever watched um, CZW. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, go check it out. If you love extreme wrestling, because that is like, this match was about that caliber of a match. And if you like that, you'd love CZW. Okay. Anyway, but was- yeah, that's what I really liked about this match, how extreme it got and how it just went over the top. And for like WWE mm-hmm. was not expecting it. Right. So then Alistair Black ate a super kick into a chair, knocked him off that knocked him off the top rope into a pair of tables that was ringside. Now I'm just like, oh my God. So then as soon as it looked like, you know, Adam was about to, you know, give up and he was about to win be a pinfall, here comes the rest of Adam's crew. The rest of the tag team, which I keep forgetting their fucking what the hell is their goddamn tag team name? I keep forgetting. I know they think of shock the system. Undisputed era. Never go. There we go. I remember now. I was gonna look it up, but yeah, the rest of them, the rest of them came out to try to kick Alistair Cole's ass even more. So then all of a sudden, to even the odds and just Killian Dane is hitting. He, oh my god! Just he had a tremendous. Oh, what's it called? I'm trying. I can't get the words out. Um, a, a tremendous taupe suicide through the ropes. It was crazy. So then Alistair finally found the momentum by stomping Adam Cole outside the ring through a table before nailing him under his arm with the black mask to pick up the victory. It was insane. This yeah, was, shit was insane. It was so well done. It was so much shit. It was just everywhere. There's just weapons everywhere, people everywhere, bodies everywhere, blood everywhere. It was just crazy. I was like, holy shit. This is the kind of shit that I want. Right. This is what I want. <laughs> it's unfortunate that we'll probably never see that type of an extreme matchup on the main roster. Right. It's Because I think oh. everyone would absolutely go nuts over it. 
this this match absolutely was crazy. It was insane. So after that match, they went on a little break. They came back and they were going through the crowds, you know. So then we see War Machine, who just got signed to WWE from Ring of Honor. If you have not seen them in Ring of Honor, go see them. I've seen them live. They're crazy. You need to go watch Ring of Honor and go look up War Machine. Those two are mainly beats. So then we also see Trevor Ricochet Man, and I lose it. I'm like, it's fucking Ricochet! Yeah, I know. I saw him, and I'm like, oh my god, Smiley is probably just freaking marking out right now. I was marking the fuck out. And then we saw Ethan Carter the third, aka EC3, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> I hope when he gets pulled up to the main roster that he goes to SmackDown because I remember an NXT season, I forgot what season it was, when it was first, like, just, like, the rookies and the pros. Yeah. Him and Daniel Bryan together were always, like, hilarious. Yes, they were. I, it was- so that's my hope for him in the future, but... Mm-hmm. They'll probably put him on Raw because, you know. Because bullshit? Yeah, cause bullshit. Pretty much. So then we had the main event. The NXT Championship met with Andrade Cien Almas against Johnny Gargano, a.k.a. Johnny Wrestling. Let me tell you, I cried at the end of this match. I cried. Aww. Oh, man, this match made me so sad. Oh, man. it was He was so close. I was just like, you can't. Give him the fucking title. Why? Why? Yeah. yeah, I was upset about, like, I didn't, I didn't understand why they didn't give it to him. Like, like he's white this, fucking he's hot done, right now. Everything he's done and you still can't give him the title. Fucking bullshit. I wasn't even happy when Andradas got the title in the first place. Oh, God. I wasn't happy when that shit happened anyway. I was like, what the fuck just happened? When he got the title, I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was I was totally confused. And it was just like, who the fuck is this? Why the fuck does he have the title? Huh? Like, I was just totally, yeah. So, it just doesn't make sense. Exactly. So, uh, so the beginning of the match, Andrade Cienamas made his way to the ring with a whole mariachi band that all had on black luchador masks. And so, I guess he was doing this to honor his Mexican roots. So, pretty much, he he, uh, came out, Johnny Gargano came out, um, and of course, as soon as he got in, he uh, missed a dive, uh, sorry, he, it started, and then I guess Johnny Wrestling uh, missed a diving outside, but then reversed a stomp from Andrade Sinamas into a corner suplex, Um, then... Almas landed a moonsault and continued it into a standing moonsault for a two, but of course Johnny Gangano quickly hit a super kick before the men even things out and laid on the canvas together. Then Gargano reversed seeing Almas top rope hammerlock DDT by sliding out and super kicking the champion between his spread legs. But... Gargano was unable to hit a sunset flip powerbomb with almost countering it. Then, I'll tell you, girl, this this match is crazy. I'm almost done. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, you're good. So then, um, Cien almost countered the slingshot into an inverted tornado DDT for a two to end a tremendous sequence as the fans started chanting NXT, NXT, NXT. 
And so he keeps going. Gargano drilled Amos with a springboard DDT onto the ring apron to knock the champion out cold at ringside before rolling him into the ring for another two. And I'm like, ah, two. <laughs> at this time, I'm like, come the fuck on. I'm like ready to pull my weave out of my head. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> so then he added a exploder exploder clothesline to throw Cian almost like a lawn dart only to get distracted by Zelina Vega. Ugh. So then Cian, yeah. what was you saying, Taylor? No, I was just, I'm just annoyed that she got involved. Of like, course, all the time. Mm-hmm. So then Cian almost took advantage by rolling up Gargano, but he quickly knocked almost down and landed a super kick with the champion on his knees for another two. So then Cian almost stopped Gargano from climbing the turnbuckles and stomped him onto the ring apron from the middle rope before throwing him back first into the ring apron and driving his head multiple times into the ringside screen. So then Johnny Gargano kicked out after a knee strike in the corner and the two traded blows until Johnny hit almost with an adverse hurricane Rana. I think that's how you pronounce it. I know I probably butchered that. Uh, Cian almost was then locked into a Gargano escape, but Vega grabbed his hand to help him break the hold by raking Gargano's eyes. So then Gargano flipped almost over the top rope and nailed a a top suicider. But then Vega, the girl, hit the challenger with a Hurricane Rana off the ring apron with the referee's back turn. Then Almas then dropped Gargano into the hammerlock DDT for what appeared to be a victory until Johnny kicked out at 2.75. I was like, oh my God, he kicked out. He kicked out. He kicked out. And I'm just like, I'm like on the edge of my bed. I'm just like, just take me now, Lord. Just take me. This is going to be the match is going to take me. Take me now. And it's God. So then Candice LeRae, who was at ringside, she also recently got signed to NXT. She intercepted Vega outside the ring to beat her down as she prepared to attack her husband for the second time. So then LeRae chased Vega all the way to the back and away from ringside as Gargano and Almas climbed to their feet once more. Gargano hit a slingshot DDT onto Almas for a 2.75. Of course, he kicked out and immediately locked the champion to the Gargano escape for a second time. But Almas was able to break the hold again. With the competitors back on the ring apron, Almas drove Gargano back into the ring post and followed by driving his knees into a prone Gargano who appeared glassy-eyed and potentially concussed, like he like he had a concussion. Almas easily picked up Gargano into a draping hammerlock DDT to pick up the clean one, two, three to retain the title. And as the announcer, Maru Ronaldo said after the match, you simply could not have asked for more out of this bout. So while Gargano was going over what had been sweet for the fans and a nice end to his story, the match quality and Amma's performance made his victory perfectly acceptable in the end. Oh no, but wait, there is more. There is more, ladies and gentlemen. So then after Cian almost left, the ring with the title he left and it was just Gargano his wife is helping him 
get out of the ring and everyone's just clapping getting an ovation just as nxt was about to go off the air gargano was attacked tomasio c ampa his old tag team buddy that turned on him emerged from backstage and drilled him in the back with one of his crutches and nothing else happened after that he just fell um i guess um he you know he didn't go after him after that he kind of just hit him in the back with his crutches and Jen just left him on the floor so I was just like what the fuck that was like what the fuck why did you do that for what the fuck did you do that for like I was just sitting there like so first off you have Johnny Gargano lose this goddamn title match and then get attacked by his old tag partner for what like I didn't I, I, I'm still confused why like it I, like I'm just I, oh, I'm just sick of him getting like screwed over because I feel like I think he should go to the main roster but of course I kind of want him to stay in NXT because now his wife is down there so they can be you know the cutest little tag team couple ever so I'm just like oh I am torn but this match A++++ all 10 10s across the board 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 Ty Dillinger 10 Shout out to Ty first. Shout out to freaking Ty off the record. (laughs) Off the record, not talking about wrestling. (laughs) While we're on the subject of Ty Dillinger, me and Ty have officially become best friends because let me tell, well, actually, no, I'm going to wait for that story. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm going to wait till we get to the Royal Rumble. So now we are going to the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. This Royal Rumble, I have to say, I have to say, this Royal Rumble was insane. You had the men's Royal Rumble, and then you had the women's Royal Rumble. And let me tell you, WWE went all out for this one. Oh, man, they spent all their money. They spent yeah. all their money. All their money for this. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> fucking man. This shit was fucking insane. So, of course, we had a three-hour pre-show. Now, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch half of it. I'm not going to lie. I was not home. I was out trying to get food, gas, you know, gas out my car and all that shit. I was, I was busy. I was busy, y'all. I ain't had time to stop to try to watch the damn pre-show. The last time I had checked the W that the WWE Network, the Luchadors versus uh, Gabba Gulak, TJP, and I think someone else who's the last one. The other uh, part of the goddamn uh, Zo Train. I forgot his name. I, really uh, I can't think of his name. Not the other one. I know one of them's injured, so it's the other one no one really cares about. <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about, but I was too busy eating food to, like, care. <laughs> no one really cared. All I did, I did get to see the last pre-show match, which was the open challenge for the United States Championship, and let me tell you, I was not impressed with who the fuck they decide to bring out. Oh, holy fuck. I was like, Really? Him? I Him? thought it was going to be um, Jeff Hardy. I really thought it was going to be Dolph. Dolph coming back and trying to take his title back. But no, ladies and gentlemen, it was one half of the used to be hype bros. And I was just like, I am not amused. So I kind of wasn't even paying attention. I know that, you know, Bobby won. Duh. Great. <laughs> like- Bobby won. That's all you need to know. Bobby won. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's about how that match went. That's pretty much how that match went. So, 
we kick things off with the WWE Championship match. AJ Styles in a handicap match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, to everybody who actually thought that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was actually going to walk away with the WWE Championship, you guys need to be smacked on the goddamn fuck foreheads. Yeah, All like, those come on. Dummies. Dummy, 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 dummy. So, the first five minutes of this match consisted of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn exchanging rapid tags to get into Styles' head. Um, Kevin Owens took it to Styles, but the champion dodging a cannonball led to a tag to Zayn, who quickly ate a top rope, top rope Hurricane Rana and a moonsault into a reverse DDT. The spot of the match came as Kevin Owens flip style and split AJ Styles into Kevin's eh, Kevin Sammy <laughs> Zayn, who caught AJ Styles but ate another Hurricane Rana. AJ Styles had Kevin Owens lock in the calf crusher and near submission before Sami Zayn came and broke it up. Kevin Owens went shoulder first through the turnbuckles into the ring post, but the theme of the match was quick tags between the best friends. Because, you know, they're besties. So, with the referee was, again, distracted. Kevin Owens super kicked AJ Styles along the ring egg brand and Zane hit his blue thunderbomb, but only got a 2.75 count. Kevin yeah. Owens was next to break up a pinfall attempt after AJ Styles hit a phenomenal forearm on Sami Zayn and looked prepared to retain his title. Sami Zayn then tried to reach for a tag of Kevin Owens while he was in Styles' arms, but seen unable to do so. However, as soon as AJ Styles threw Sami Zayn out of the ring, Kevin Owens entered on his own and super kicked Styles. But AJ Styles reversed the pop-up powerbomb into a pinning combination to get the one, two, three. Easy-ass match. Kind of was bored throughout the whole thing. I was just like, all right, let's hurry this bullshit up. Right. It was kind of obvious who was going to win from the start anyway. Exactly. Like... There, like, I had heard, like, rumors there was going to be, like, like, a five-man tag team for the uh, title, but uh, I guess those rumors were wrong. Thank God. I don't want to see that. I'm like, why would you have a five-man tag team knowing damn well someone is here to main event WrestleMania for that title? Well, right, exactly. It didn't, like, that. if they had gone through with that, it wouldn't have made any It would have made zero sense. sense. It wouldn't need the whole Royal Rumble to begin with. Right. So then after that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn went and confronted Shane McMahon. Uh, they started, you know, screaming at him about being screwed by a referee. Kevin Owens finally calmed down and said that Shane had to make it right. And if he saw what had went down and Shane simply said, yup, and walked away. So I was just like, huh? Okay. So then we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We had the Usos go against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin for a two out of three falls match. So the first fall uh, took a while, literally. Like I'm like, boys, do you forget this is a two out of three falls match? It's just not a, you know, one fall. It's a two out of three. Come on. Right. I was like, we got two Royal Rumbles to get through. Let's hurry it up. Let's go. <laughs> Like, I was not into the rest of these damn, like, title matches. I'm like, I want to see the Royal Rumble. Let's go. Let's get to it. So, right. 
Jay Uso was given a bright spot as he jumped over the top rope in succession, splashing Chad Gable and then Shelton Benjamin on opposite sides of the ring. Gable and Benjamin kept hitting anticipated pinning combinations, but were unable to get the Uso's shoulders down. Though Chad did hit a fantastic moonsault onto the brothers outside of the ring. Confusing the Usos again, Chad Gable got turned around and ate a super kick followed by a splash, but managed to kick out at two. A blind tag led to four total super kicks between the Usos, getting the one, two, three on Chad for fall number one. The challengers immediately separated the Usos with their powerbomb slash diving clothesline finisher outside. But just as they were preparing to hit another one in the ring, Jimmy Uso rolled up Benjamin for fall number two and the win. I was just like, well, that was easy. But Chad Gable had jumped from the top rope in an attempt to break up the fall, but he missed. So we don't know if, you know, some people were wondering, was this finish botched? We don't know. There really wasn't any rumors after that. So just like maybe, you know, something happened last minute. Maybe they were supposed to win, but the last minute, Usos, you know, they just said, keep the fucking titles on Usos. Because I didn't hear anything else after that. So I was just like, okay, maybe Usos just, you know, are going to keep the titles for a while. Because I really thought after Jay got arrested for DUI, I was like, holy shit, the Usos are going to fucking lose their title. Holy fucking shit. God damn it, Jay. You done fucked up. But they didn't. But they didn't, so I was happy. Yeah, I'm good with that. So then we finally get down to the 30-man Royal Rumble match. Which honestly surprised me. I'm glad that they, like, made the women's the main event. But it, I was like, oh, thank you for giving us something different. Like, I was just like. I actually was kind of, like, worried. I was like, oh, dear God, they're main eventing, which can mean one thing and one thing only and nobody's gonna like the finish everyone's gonna be pissed oh i was like in my head it was the finish that everybody thought it was gonna be the finish but then i was like oh wait it's not it's actually the other finish that i already knew was gonna happen we'll get to that so then let's see who was number one and who was number two so number one was none other than rusev I'm confused at first. I'm like, oh god, which one is it? It was Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day, Taylor. Rusev Day. Rusev Day today. Happy freaking Rusev Day. (laughs) (laughs) And at number two, we have the one the only Finn Balor. Finn Balor. So those two started fighting, and then I think who was number three again? Who I think number three was um, Baron Corbin? Yeah, I think... Wait, what? Is it sure? Yeah, I think so. I'm actually... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, number three was actually Rhino. Oh, that's right. Yes, Rhino. So, Rhino came in. Let me tell you, Rhino and Rusev are literally two big-ass dudes. They're huge. They are fucking huge. So, then they go at it, and so the countdown, you know, you hear, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and the crowd is going with it. They're doing the eh sounds, and I'm just like, this is wonderful. So then in comes number four. It's Daddy, Baron Corbin. Daddy. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get over the fact that he called himself Daddy. I was like, damn right, you Daddy. 
I actually have a friend who only likes him because he looks good in a beanie. That is literally the reason he she cheated. He does look good in a beanie. He so really does. Came out, she's like, yes. He does look good in a fucking beanie. Oh, man, does he look delicious in a beanie. So, Baron Corbin comes in, and I know that he gets eliminated very quickly. Um, he got... Um, Finn Balor actually eliminated Baron Corbin uh, before that. Yeah, before that, Baron Corbin actually eliminated Rhino, and then Finn Balor eliminated Corbin. And after that, he went absolutely nuts ringside. He slammed Finn into the barricade, then into his knees. Uh, he pulled Rusev out of the ring and attacked him outside before laying out poor little Heath Slater who came in at number five. And I was just like, oh, poor Heath. He got kids. <laughs> He's got kids. He got kids, man. Oh, man. I was just like, oh, God. poor Heath. So then after, you know, we just see everyone's just outside. No one's in the ring. All of a sudden, here comes number six. And who is it? None other than a man himself, Elias. And of course, what does he not forget? His guitar. So pretty much we get a mini concert. And I was just like, oh my God. Everyone's actually cheering. So I'm just like, yes, we're going to get a goddamn concert. I was so excited. <laughs> so Elias said, you know, that he was actually going to stop the clock. And so he just starts singing and singing. I'm just like, I love this. I love this. I want a CD. Everything about this is perfect it was so then uh, Heath Slater poor Heath Slater is still on the outside of the ring can't get in so Elias is standing there doing his concert and then here comes number 7 which shocked the fuck out of me the NXT champion Andrades Almas is number 7 and I'm like holy fuck the surprise has come early so he goes against uh, Elias, and let me tell you, Andrades is actually really fucking good. He stayed in that match. He stayed in that ring for a long ass time. Yeah. So then number eight came out, Bray Wyatt, of course, which, you know, kept going and going, you know, same thing. So then here comes number nine, Big E, of course. You know, it's new, here comes Big E, you know. Uh, uh, you know, shaking it down the ring, and that poor little Heath Slater is still on the outside. And what does Biggie do? Pull out like ten pancakes from inside of his clothes. Like I, it was just now. I'm like, ew, they probably have sweat. Yeah. You put all those pancakes in the poor little Heath Slater's mouth. Disgusting. Disgusting. I'm surprised that they didn't stick with like. I forget what year it was, but for, like, tag teams, they only had, like, one person from each tag team come out. Mm -hmm. But, like, they haven't done that since. Like, and I don't know if I like that or not because, yeah, it gives every member an equal opportunity. But at the same time, like, it wastes a bunch of numbers. Right. So, I, uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, then, of course, we get to the long, elated number 10. And, of course, whose music hits? None other than the perfect 10 himself, Ty fucking Dillinger. But, oh, no, where's Ty? His music comes on, but where the fuck is Ty? 
Oh, that's right. He's backstage getting beat up by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Fuck you, WWE, for that. <laughs> Screw you. Every year, he's just going to be number 10. Yes, he is. He has to. He's the perfect fucking 10. He has to. <laughs> so since we're on the subject of Ty Dillinger, so today I posted, was it, I had posted a status that kind of went viral. And when I mean went viral, I mean as in Ty Dillinger actually replied to it. So let me tell you. So I woke up really kind of really pissed off today because I was just like, Ty Dillinger got screwed over again. I don't fucking understand it. So I had wrote a title. Uh, sorry, I totally went up my game words again. So I had wrote a, I had uh, posted a t- uh, title, a status that said still very upset. And I added him at WWE Dillinger. Didn't get to come out last night. Ugh. Hashtag justice for Dillinger. And then some dude that follows me, but I don't follow him named Eddie Alfonso at 6XXX string swag. If you guys want to go find him, he said, <laughs> LOL, Dillinger is lame. And what did my mean ass post back? I said, in so no hairline, sip tea gif. And it went ultimately viral. I had left it off. I put my phone away in my purse because I was going to Publix, going to be a pub sub, going to get dinner because I was like, my name Ross, come on, I got good food. So then, you know, I come back from the store, I'm in my car. And one of our very good friends, me and Taylor's very good friends, Greg, he messaged me. He's like, how are you not freaking out right now? I'm like, what are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? He was like, Ty Dillinger actually replied back to you. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, he didn't. And so I go look on his page and he said, I quote, hey, Eddie, you just got owned by CM. Bad idea to bring it this way. Hashtag dumb dumb. P.S. Please share this tweet with your double-digit followers. It's about as cool as you're going to get. And I'm fucking, i like, I couldn't move. I'm like, oh, he knows who the fuck I am. I can just, I'm just like, when I saw that, I'm just picturing you like running around your apartment and just screaming. Oh, I just sat in my bed and I just screamed. My poor dog is staring at me on my bed. Like, she's like, her cage is, you know, by my bed but she was like walking around my room and she just stopped when I started screaming ran up to my bed and just was staring at me for like five minutes I'm like I'm sorry your mom's crazy I know I'm sorry <laughs> I, was just, I was just I couldn't feel anything for like a good 15 minutes I'm like holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck Ty knows who the fuck I am and he actually liked it and he has not posted anything since so it's just sitting on his page so I'm just like oh my god that's awesome and then when I tried to go look at the status that I had said I saw that the guy actually blocked me so I found that fucking funny I'm like I'm sorry you have a fucked up hairline don't ever come for Ty Dillinger on my page think I'm not gonna fucking burn your ass don't ever think that I don't care about your feelings I only care about my friend's feelings I'm not your friend you're just a fucking creeper dude who follows me who watches my goddamn periscopes and just says creepy shit to me all the time I'm not gonna be nice Sorry, you have a fucked up hairline. Go get that shit fixed. And then I called him out for like unblocking you just to reply, and then he got mad. Yeah, he did get mad. I'm actually gonna read what he said. He actually replied back to Ty. 
Yeah, he actually replied back to Ty, but didn't want to say anything to me. It's all just like, hmm, pussy. He actually replied back to Ty. He said, bro, you're worrying about me saying you're lame, which is as harmless as I could have been. You proved my point, but it's all good. Maybe next year you actually get to participate in the rumble. I was like, maybe next year you get your goddamn hair fucking straight. Get your fucking hairline straight, bro. Get that big ass fucking forehead that you got. Get that shit covered. I can watch a movie from that goddamn forehead. Motherfucker. And so I guess he was talking about, you know, I heard his feelings. It was mean. I was like, I don't know you, first of all. I don't have to be nice. You're just some dude who follows me. Who I kind of just want to use for money. Don't care. Hashtag fuck your feelings. <laughs> fuck your feelings! Alright, let's get back to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> totally got off topic. Sorry. So, we get back, you know, Ty Dillinger Music hits number 10. He's being beat up by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with Sami Zayn holding back Kevin to take the open spot. And as Sheamus made his way to the ring at number 11, he chose to help poor little Slater into the match. And what did he do? He immediately clotheslined him out of the ring. So now... <laughs> Seamus has the <laughs> has the goddamn record of fastest elimination in the Royal Rumble. So that he did. sucks. That really I wasn't sucks. sure if he actually did beat Santino's record. He beat Santino's record. I think literally by like an inch of a second. Like he didn't even last a second. He didn't last a second. Which sucks. Please. On his birthday no less. On the man's birthday. That sucks. So then we get back to Heath Slater is actually celebrating. Um, oh yeah, he's celebrating uh, eliminated Sheamus. Here comes number twelve, Xavier Woods. Oh yeah, by the way, Sami Zayn comes in. It's total bullshit. I was really pissed at that. I'm like, who the fuck's? So then, let's see. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Um. And he, Jinder Mahal came in. He eliminated two out of the three New Day members. But as soon as he was about to take out Kofi Kingston, he landed with one foot on Xavier Woods. Because, you know, every year Kofi got to have a way in staying in the match every single fucking year. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I totally went ahead of myself. Number 11 was Sheamus. Number 12 was Xavier Woods. Number 13 was Apollo Crews, who got eliminated by Bray Wyatt, I think. No, I'm sorry. Um, I think he got eliminated by Bray Wyatt. Definitely. Yeah, he got eliminated by Bray Wyatt. Heath Slater got eliminated by Sami Zayn. Um, Xavier Woods eliminated Andrade's Almas. Sorry. Andrade's Almas, yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt eliminated Big E. Big E eliminated Cesaro. Uh, Seamus tried to eliminate Kofi Kingston. No, no, he didn't. Never mind. I lied. I lied. So, um, yeah, I think this, I've gotten all the way up. So, yeah, Xavier Woods got, um, eliminated, I think. I'm trying to remember who the hell. Oh, yeah, I already said it. So, he's on the floor. Kofi Kingston literally one foot on Xavier because you know Kofi got to have some fucking brilliant way of really... Jesus. Your dog's trying to steal your spotlight. She always does. She's a fucking character. So then, as Kofi is hopping on one foot, 
<laughs> Xavier and Biggie come out with a goddamn pole plate of pancakes and put Kofi's foot on the fucking plate of pancakes. I'm like, those poor pancakes. I could have ate those. <laughs> and then lifted him into the ring like a cheerleader before Kofi Kingston hit Trouble in Paradise to eliminate Chinda Mahal, only to be quickly taken out by Andrade Cianamas. So then Matt Hardy hit the ring. Him and Bray Wyatt actually teamed up for a bit before eliminating each other. Simultaneously, I can't say the fucking word. Simultaneously, I can't talk today. Fuck. Simultaneously? Yes. So (laughs) then uh, Seth Rollins came in number 18. What the fuck are you digging? That's that's not the... Whatever here. So then Seth Rollins came in at number 18. Matt Hardy came in at number 19. And who the hell was number 20, you say? Oh, oh, the number one guy who just fucked up my whole entire Monday night. Fucking John Cena. And of course, he comes out to the John Cena sucks chance. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I was in love with this crowd because they just didn't give a shit at all. No, they did not. They didn't give a shit about anything, which I just loved. They didn't give a fuck about John Cena. They really all like fucking Braun. And it was just, oh, fucking shit. Trying to find the goddamn, uh, oh, this is, I'm gone too far. No? Yeah. No. Yes. No, yeah, I think so. Sorry, guys, I was trying to find the elimination. Stop eating that. What the hell you got in your mouth? Um, I'm no, I'm no, So then we had uh, number 20, John Cena, come in. And John Cena, I don't think he eliminated. Did he eliminate anybody? I didn't, th- I don't think so. I don't think he did. Um, the John, uh, John Cena actually made his win in made his way inside the ring the rest of the wrestlers ganged up on him but as they separated John Cena actually did eliminate Elias and then who made the surprise 21 entrant none other than the hurricane oh my god I lost my shit I lost my shit now if you don't know who the hurricane is I'm gonna need you to go way back it's a Monday night, like Monday night Raw was he on? Yeah, he was on Raw. Go way back in time. Yes. He was like the superhero persona thing. It was so fucking magical. And he uh what was this catchphrase? He was like, stand back. There's a hurricane. <laughs> yes. It was I heard that and I lost my shit. I was like, it's a hurricane. <laughs> oh man, it was beautiful. <laughs> so then I don't think the hurricane actually lasted long. I think he got eliminated by um, I think maybe the Miz. Did yeah. the Miz come in? No, yeah, he lasted a while yeah. actually. So then the hurricane came in number twenty-one. Aiden English came in in number two, who got uh, eliminated by Seth Rollins, and then we had. Trying to find what the hell my okay, so then um, who who got eliminated after him? So then we had uh, 
Aiden English got eliminated by Seth Rollins. And then number 23 hit, and I lost my shit again. None other than fucking Adam Cole, baby. And I'm like, yes. how the fuck is this dude alive? How is he alive? How is this motherfucker alive? He's back from the dead, He's motherfuckers. Back from the dead. So then here comes number 24. Randy motherfucking Orton and holy shit he did some work so before Randy Orton could even take off his hoodie upon entering he hit Cien Almas with a RKO to eliminate him so then you know I don't know who else got eliminated I kind of wasn't paying attention I was kind of I was watching but I wasn't watching at the same time uh we yeah. had number 25 come in he got eliminated which was Titus O'Neil he got eliminated by Randy Orton it is we get to number six, 26, The Miz. He came in with, you know, The Miz to Raj. And then, and then. Oh, my God. To number 27. Hold on. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm going to just play the music because I lost my whole entire fucking shit. And I didn't care if my goddamn neighbors fucking heard me. I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't <laughs> give a shit. Hold on. I'm going to just play the goddamn music because I lost my shit. When I heard this, I lost it. Hold on, I'm trying to get to the goddamn part when we fucking, when we fucking hurt. Yes, everybody, Rey Mysterio came back in 20 fucking 18. Oh my God. My <laughs> living, I had a, that was the biggest pop of the night. The I had a good 10 people in my living room and oh my God, I couldn't even hear myself think. I screamed so loud like someone was probably murdering me. It was <laughs> crazy. He came in and let me tell you, like, at first I was like, who's number 20, 27? And they are here. Booyaka, And I'm like, what? I'm like, that's right, I lost my whole entire shit. And everybody in the crowd lost their whole entire shit. Oh, my God. It was fucking amazing to hear fucking Ray Mysterio. I can't believe he came back. Oh my god. Like, I was so mad. I was like, so this is the one thing you're gonna do. One. You're gonna do this one-off thing and then never come back for like another five years. Son of a bitch. Like, I just want him to come back. Just please do a is full he, run. Is he not staying? No, he's not staying because he actually is. I think he's contracted under two companies right now. He's in the UK wrestling. And he also is Fully contracted with Lucha Underground through season three, but once season three is through, he is a free agent. So if he did want to come back, he could. But he has like the ninety day, the eighty day no wrestle clause that he has to go through. So if he actually did want to do it, he could do it. But he literally has to wait because he's still contracted through season three of of a uh, Lucha Underground. So, he actually stayed in this for a good while. So then, Rey Mysterio came in and he eliminated Adam Cole before he hit the 619 on the Miz. I was like, ah! <laughs> Oh my god, I fucking lost it. Now, at this time, we're at 27, so I'm like, this isn't good. This isn't good at all. <laughs> And I'm waiting. I'm like, I know we're not going to get a repeat of last year. I know we're not going to get a repeat. Was it last year that Roman Reigns won? No. 
no the year before that i was like please don't say we're gonna get a number 30 and it's gonna be roman reigns and i'm gonna be pissed all over again and i'm gonna yell and scream and break things like i did the last time no roman reigns actually came in at number 28 and everybody all you hear was boo and i'm just like yes boo this man boo this man so upon him entering him and seth rollins actually teamed up to powerbomb the miz over the top rope before he turned on seth rollins and threw him over the top rope the two smirked <clears throat> yes the two smirked at each other and nodded and, you know i have to say you know every man for himself this is the word mumble it's every man for himself so then we had what number 29 which was gold dust which i was like gold dust okay and then number 30 entered that that let me nap don't say don't don't say anything i'm I'm not gonna say anything about who the entrance was but i'm sitting there in my living room secretly hoping dean ambrose yeah i was like dean ambrose dean ambrose dean ambrose and then all you hear is you hear the record scratch. I'm like, what the fuck? And then you hear Oh, I was like, really? He's supposed to be retired. And I was just like, Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler. Out of all people. Dolph Ziggler? Did you literally just But I was I was a call? I wasn't as pissed because it wasn't Roman. Because I was expecting another like bullshit move from Vince. Like, oh, here's Roman again at number thirty. Yeah. That's so I'm was- I'm glad Dolph got his moment. Yeah, I was I was, but I was still pissed. Still no, pissed. I I don't blame I don't blame you, but I, I'm just glad like someone else got the fucking spotlight for once. So then he came in number thirty, and he immediately immediately hit. Randy Orton and John Cena with super kicks. Then uh, I, I think Orton was eliminated by uh, Dolph Ziggler. So then Dolph Ziggler was then eliminated by Finn Balor as the veterans. John Cena, Randy, no, Randy Orton still in it. Never mind. Um, Ziggler was eliminated by Finn Balor. So then stood John Cena, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor. Roman Reigns squared off three on three. I, I was at this point, I was pissed because you had John Cena, who I did not want to win. You had Roman Reigns, who doesn't need to win another one. And then you had Randy Orton, who won it last year. I'm just like, fuck me. Please don't. But then you like, had Rey Mysterio, and I'm like, is this going to be a way to actually, you know, I'm like, I know this is like a one time thing, but literally, what if, what if? What if he does win the whole entire thing and everybody loses their shit? Like, this is WWE's way of saying, sorry, here you go. Here's Rey Mysterio winning the whole entire thing again. Because, you know, he won the 2005? Or to, was it 2005 or 2006? I think it was 06. Yeah, I think he won the 2006 Rumble. I know it was like a year. Was it the year that, um, that, uh, oh shit, I just forgot his name and I feel horrible. Oh shit, I just forgot his name and I love him and I got a fucking jacket of him sitting right in front of me. Oh shit. My mind just went a whole entire fucking blank. This is not good. This is not good. Um, shit. Okay, Eddie Guerrero. Um, yes. 
was that the year that Eddie Guerrero? I know Eddie died in 2005, right? I think was it 2005? I'm like drawing yeah. a blank. Was it 05 or 06 that Eddie died? It was oh, actually, I think it was 06 because he died the day before my 11th birthday. Yeah, and then that's when uh, Rey Mysterio went on to win the Royal Rumble because he came out in Eddie Guerrero's car. He had the Eddie Guerrero shirt on. I cried like a baby. So, so I was kind of like, I'm like, are they gonna actually have Rey Mysterio win this? Come back 2018 and win the goddamn Royal Rumble? Holy fuck! That would have been, you know, top page, you know, front page on every single wrestling newspaper, every single wrestling news site. I would have lost it. And from what I heard, they actually kept this a secret. Like, they had been working with Ray, like, this whole week. Like, the whole week last week on getting him to come for the Royal Rumble. So, it was kind of like a last-minute thing. And they kept it a whole secret between everybody. It was kind of like the whole... Matt and Jeff thing on WrestleMania when they kept the whole thing a secret. So, right. So I was just like, holy shit, how you kept that a secret? I don't know. So, so of course, the veteran stood tall early until Roman Reigns eliminated Randy Orton and Mysterio. Uh, Randy eliminated Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio hit a double 619 onto Cena and Reigns, but then Finn Balor eliminated Rey Mysterio and everybody proved everybody booed i'm like you never boo finn balor what so so then of course um what was it nakamura started getting you know the chance cena got aggressive and squared off with roman reigns pointing to the wrestlemania sign and the fans started chanting you both suck you both suck so then finn balor huh what did you say like, when they started chanting, you both suck, it was Cena and Reigns or whatever. And, like, it looked like John Cena was, like, screaming no at the crowd. But if you, like, go back and rewatch it, you, it's it's um Cena yelling, now, Shinsuke, now. Right. Shinsuke, now. Shinsuke, now. So I was like, look at John Cena pushing Shinsuke. Yes. And then the next night, you go be a dick. We're not going to talk about that. Right. Like. Fuck. We're not gonna talk about that. At least not yet. Not until tomorrow. I think we're gonna record. Are we yeah. recording tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. Cause I was angry. That's why I'm eating my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating my feelings right now. So, Ballard Nakamura uh, got squared off and got the cheers as the duo fought on and off for a few minutes. Van Balor caught John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Nakamura with sling, bang, sling blades, and Finn Balor counted a Kinshasa with a stomp, only to be eliminated by John Cena, which definitely took some air out of the arena, and when I say that, I mean a whole lot of booze, a whole lot of bullshit, a whole, a whole lot of bullshit chants, a whole lot of asshole chants. They were angry. Billy crowds don't play. They no. don't play. So, so then you have left in the ring John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Roman Reigns. And I'm just like, holy fuck. This and is not I'm, how they're going to do this. I was like... I am, I'm not a fan of Shinsuke for anyone who, like, knows me. But at that point, I'm like, just as long as it's not either of the other two, I'm fine. 
Oh, and yeah. Get. By the way, we forgot to say the new rule they added in this year. The winner of the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble can pick any champion that they want to face off against. So they can go against any star on SmackDown or Raw, and they don't have to be on, you know, if you're on SmackDown, you can still go against a Raw superstar. So he actually, he got to choose. So I'm going to keep going. So then, um, let's see, where was I? So John Cena counted Roman Reigns' spear into an attitude adjustment, but Nakamura flipped John Cena over the top rope and hit a Kinshasa to knock him off the apron. So now it's just Roman Reigns and and Nakamura. So then they start squaring off, and then Nakamura gets down and does it. Come on! And I'm just like, yes, yes, yes! So, um, let's see, where was I? Oh, uh, Roman uh, Nakamura landed a kick and locked in a hanging triangle on Reigns over the rope. Roman Reigns lifted Nakamura into the ring for a powerbomb, leaving the two sprawled out on the canvas. So Roman Reigns made it to his feet first and squared Nakamura up for a spear, but Nakamura caught him with the kick, a boot to the face, and a knee. Roman Reigns, however, countered a Kinshasa with a spear to flatten Nakamura. However, as Roman Reigns went to eliminate Nakamura, he held himself up with the ropes, nailed Roman Reigns with a Kinshasa, and eliminated him to win his first Royal Rumble. And so I'm just like, yes! And so everything, you know, he's celebrating the ring. He gets up and he, you know, points to the WrestleMania sign that everyone does. And usually I'm used to, you know, the WrestleMania sign, you know, pyros, pyros everywhere. Nope, no pyros. I'm just like, you couldn't give the Rumble pyros? Just not this you one time? No pyro and like it. <laughs> so immediately after the match, Nakamura was asked by Renee Young if he had decided who he wanted to challenge at WrestleMania 34. So then, of course, the crowd started chant- chanting, AJ Styles, clap, 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 AJ Styles. Nakamura screams out, AJ Styles, and I lose it. I, I done lost it. I was like, oh my, if you have not known, AJ Styles and Nakamura actually were in New Japan together, and they actually have already had a match. And let me tell you, that match was beautiful. So now that we're going to get in part two at WrestleMania and I get to go see it live, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit. Just, mm, I'm not going to know what to do. I'm just going to like sprawl out. I'm going to be like sprawled out. Give like five people to take me now. Take me now. This is the one. This is the one. Take me. I don't care. Just take me. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so I'm indifferent about it but it's not Roman so I guess I'm just as long as it's not Roman as long as it's not Roman and it's not John Cena I know you're not happy but look I'm just biting my tongue and I'm just gonna deal with it because deal with it you will watch an AJ Styles and Nakamura match you will like it because there's gonna be a worse match anyway yes there is and nobody wants to watch we're not gonna say (laughs) any names actually we do have to say so now you wanna get it out the way now you want to get out? You want to get out the the three words that we usually say on every no, podcast. No, I'll say it when we talk about his match because I have I have a statistic and it's pissing me off and I just need and I put it on Twitter and and I just need to say it just so I can get it off my chest. But when we get to his match, I'll talk about it because right. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go backstage, and Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan are celebrating Nakamura's victory in front of Raw Commissioner Stephanie McMahon and Kurt Angle, who said they were quite sure there was plenty of success left for the red brand to have before the night was over because, you know, we still have one more Royal Rumble to get through the first Women's Royal Rumble. But <clears throat> before we get to that, <laughs> there was a news, a breaking news by WWE, and pretty much Alicia Fox got screwed out of the Royal Rumble again. I get not again, but she got screwed by WWE. So pretty much while they were practicing, you know, the day of or the night before, they were practicing elimination. Something happened, and Alicia Fox broke her tailbone, so she would not be able to actually be a part of the Royal Rumble. And from what I was hearing. WWE started running around backstage like chickens with their heads cut off trying to find a replacement for her because they didn't think anybody was going to get, you know, injured. So now they're running around trying to find, you know, replacement, replacement, replacement. So I felt really bad for her. I did too. I was so upset. I was like, no, I love her so much. She was the reason why I actually started watching wrestling and to see her actually get injured and not be a part of this match pissed me off. Like she's been screwed so many times by WWE to know that she couldn't be a part of this really made me mad. That pissed me all the way off. So then we get to the Raw Tag Team Championship. Let me tell you, I was not paying attention. Was not. All I know is that Jason Jordan hit his head somewhere, and so it was just a handicap match with Seth. And Jason Jordan will never be Dean Ambrose. You can fuck off right now, Jason Jordan. Fuck off, Jason Jordan. Fuck all the way off. I just want Dean Ambrose back. Girl, He'll be back by WrestleMania. No, I don't think he's going to be back till after SummerSlam. What? Girl, no. It's not a nine-month thing. You really believe them? I don't know. Don't burn my feelings. I, I am torn. Like, half of me wants to believe it, and the other half of me is like, don't. Because so, it I, was only a 50% tear, and that is only like a six-month stint. It wasn't the whole, he didn't break it 100%, it was just 50%. So he got his surgery, and he's fine. Girl, he's fine. He'll be back in time for WrestleMania. He's going to get a huge pop when he comes back, and you're going to have to sit there, and you're going to cry. I hope he turns heel. I really fucking do. That was the plan, but I think, you know, between him getting injured, which wasn't part of the plan, Roman Reigns getting sick, I think that kind of screwed up the whole shield breaking up and Dean turning heel thing. I think now we're actually going to have a match between Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. And I think they're going to put Seth, turn, yeah, Seth turning heel, I guess, the shield in the back burner for now because we really haven't had any matches with the shield because it's either like, one person or the other. Like, usually one person is always missing. So. Right. I think, it, like, because Roman got sick for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Dean got injured. So they haven't really reunited right they haven't really had time to actually write down you know this is this this and this and this is going to happen this is how that's going to turn heel against everybody it's no they're probably going to put down the back burner for now right wow so next match on the card we had the raw tag team championship the bar versus seth rollins and jason jordan now this match Bullshit. 
I gave it an F. That's some bullshit. I mean, well, anything with sap is okay, but the way it actually went down pissed me off. Yeah, like I don't have a problem with Seth. I actually he's one of my one of my favorites, like as an in ring performer. But as this as far as this match goes, it was just utter bullshit, and I was pissed. Stupid, absolutely stupid. So early in the match, Cesaro pulled Jordan off of the ring apron and threw him headfirst into the ring post. Jason Jordan appeared to be selling a concussion as Seth Rollins, who just participated in the Rumble was left alone to go against the former champions. The crowd was literally dead for pretty much was like a, it was like a, a, a go get popcorn, go use the bathroom moment. So eventually a wobbly Jason Jordan made his way back into the ring, like 20 minutes later, um, back onto the ring apron, tag Rollins, just um, at the right time. But as soon as Jason stepped into the ring, he realized he was still unable to go and tagged himself back out. So a bro kick by Sheamus followed by White Noise put the titles back on the bar. So the combination of the crowd and the lack of action left a lot to be desired here and the positive grade is purely for storytelling story and aspect of the match. So I was just like this is, this is bullshit. I'm hoping that's, that's the end of that tag team. That's the end of Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins as a tag like as a tag team. I'm, I hope that's done. That that's done. Yeah. Seth, yeah they lost the tag no. titles. The bar once again champions. Whatever. It was a bullshit match. Raw needs more tag teams. Yes. They keep breaking them up, and people can stop keep keep getting arrested. Oop, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Oh, God. And then we get to the next bathroom break of a match. <laughs> the Universal Championship match, which everybody knew how this was going to go. If you had anybody else but Brock winning the goddamn title, I want to smack you outside your forehead so fucking hard. God. <sighs> Typical fucking Brock match. He wrestles for five minutes, gets fucking thrown out regardless. The other two wrestle for a good ten minutes. And then Brock comes back in and fucking gets the pin. And I just want to throw this out here because this is what pisses me off about Brock. WrestleMania 33, he wins the title off of Goldberg. Yep. Okay. He doesn't defend it until Great Balls of Fire, which would equal 98 days. The next time he defends it was, or he defended it a lot between Great Balls of Fire and then SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember what the September pay-per-view was, Uh, but it was Braun versus Brock. I remember that. That was his last title defense in September until the Royal Rumble, which equals 117 days. And it is confirmed that he is. What? Girl. Taylor. Defending to figure out who's going to be number one contender first is 69 days. So if you take the 302 days today that he's been quote unquote champion, mm-hmm. you minus the 283 between the 98, the 117, and 69, and that equals 18 days that he's actually been a fucking champion. 
Go fuck yourself, Brock. Okay, I'm done. Oh, yeah, and the September pay-per-view, that was uh, No Mercy. Which oh, was yeah. literally a 10-minute match. With literally Braun hitting everything on Brock, him kicking out, one F5 puts down Braun, puts down Braun, and Brock gets the pin and gets his title. It was complete bullshit. So, pretty much that was, was that, that match. That was that match. Brock got the pin by Kane, took the pin by Brock. That's enough of that match. But with that fucking math, just fuck you. You are not, it's, you don't, like, you don't consider yourself a champion when it's been, fu- like, 18 days has, is the equivalent amount of time that you have had. 301 does not even come close to the amount of effort that you have, quote unquote, put in. All right, I'm done. Get right. him, Taylor, get him! At me, Brock. <laughs> Come at her, Brock. At her. She don't care. She'll beat your ass. And your <laughs> ugly ass daughter. What's up? Oh, fuck. I don't care. I come for kids. Your kids ugly. I will tell you to your face. Your daughter is hideous. She looked like a man. Sorry. That's too bad. That's too far. Too far. <laughs> too far, bro. Alright. So pretty much that was, that was that bullshit match. We ain't got to talk about it no more. So, then... The final match of the night. The 30 Women Royal Rumble. And boy, oh boy, the first five minutes was pure bullshit. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Bullshit. So, (sighs) WWE decided, hmm, instead of having, you know, somebody who actually, you know, knows these girls and knows their names, and knows how to announce, let's bring in fucking Marina Menounos. Oh my god. I've ne- like, I was talking to a bunch of people about this, but like, her voice just pissed me off. Like, don't ever do that again. Like, the way she was just doing it, like, when they were coming in, they like, and the first entrance is Sasha Banks! I'm like, wait up! Shut up. <laughs> if you go back, to, it's an episode of like one of the first episodes of Total Divas where Eva Marie tries that exact same thing. They sound the exact same and it's so bad, but it's so funny. It was so, so bad. Like, like, please don't like at least when they're coming out, you're you're not supposed to say their fucking names. You're supposed to let the theme song play. Let them come out, get the pop, all that. You're supposed to, you know, announce, you know, and, you know, not, like, and our first entrant is, and that's it. Don't talk. Don't talk no more. And then be like, and the next entrant is, uh, number two is, let's do that. You know, don't talk while they're coming out. Like, ugh. Ugh. God, she pissed me off. So, we have the first two. We had Sasha Banks as number one. At number two, Miss Becky Lynch. Now, a lot of people had Miss Becky Lynch as the winner. And so I was like, <laughs> not gonna happen. Not I was hoping happen. for it, but I knew it wasn't gonna happen. Cause sadly, literally, Becky's the only four only one of the rest of the four horsewomen. She's the only one who literally only had one title. One. Bailey has at least two titles women as women's champ. Um Sasha Banks has four uh, am I correct? Yeah, Sasha Banks at least has been women's champ at least four times. 
Charlotte Flair has been champ has been Divas champion. She's been NXT Women's Champion. She's been the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's also been the Raw Women's Champion. So she literally full card. What was it? What do they call it when they have every single title? Oh, um, the, the 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 Grand Slam. Champion. Yeah, she's the Grand Slam champion. She's had every single goddamn title there is in WWE. And Becky has only had one. She was the first Women's SmackDown Champion. That's it. And I forgot who she lost it to. No, she lost it to Alexa, I think. Am I right? Alexa? She yeah. Lost? She lost to Alexa, and Alexa lost it to Naomi. No, lost it to Naomi. Naomi had to give it up because she got injured, and I think Alexa won it again and then gave it back to Naomi. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we had, um, and as one of the announcers, not one of the announcers, but on commentary, we had Miss Stephanie McMahon. And everybody was waiting for her to jump in. Everybody yeah, was waiting. Yeah, no, I was like, shit, just, just, just put her in already. Like, I'm sick of waiting, but. Yeah, it was, it was, I was waiting. I was just like, okay. So we had Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. They have been going at it. It was, the first five minutes was boring. We had Sarah Logan coming in at number three. Then we had, um, we had, um, Number four was Mandy Rose. And, you know, it kind of started to get, you know, really, really boring. It was really boring until number five hit. Everybody lost the shit, including me. Well, it got ruined for me because, like, my... I don't know what's wrong with my network, but it's, like, always behind what actually is. So I'm, like, scrolling through Twitter... Like, it's number four. I'm kind of bored. And then I see number five and who it was. I'm like, come on. Like, I'm just going to stay off of fucking Twitter. Yeah, if you weren't watching, girl, I, I would advise you stay off of Twitter because everybody lost their shit. If you don't know who number five I'm going to scream into this mic so I would back away. I would turn down your volume because I'm going to scream again. Number five was fucking Lita! <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Famer, Lita, came in as number five. I was just like, so she doesn't get invited to Raw 25, but she comes in the Royal Rumble. Okay, WWE, we made up. We're going to shake on that. You're made up. We're good now. We're, we're, I see you. Eye to eye now. We're good. We're good. You're not invited to Raw 25, but she's in. I forgive you now. I forgive you. You invited Lita. We're cool now. And let me tell you, holy shit. Lita still got it. Lita, she first off, she hasn't aged a fucking bit. Like she still no. has her goddamn colored hair like she's had when she was back in the WWE. She may have got like she's a little bit taller now, I think. Like she like she looks like someone's mom. Like she came in, she no. had the um she had if you guys did not notice, she actually had China written on her arm. And I was just like, Look at that! Yes, Lita! You better put China in this. And then not only did Stephanie McMahon actually mention China's name, I was like, <gasps> she said her name. Of course, it would take China to die to actually have Stephanie McMahon say her name. Which is right. fucked up. I'm like, of course you wait till this woman actually dies to actually give her her props. So I'm thinking, hmm, 2019 Hall of Fame China? Hmm? Please. Please? Maybe? Now that you say her name, are we cool again? Like, are you guys cool again? So, 
So then Lita's like firing off. She's just like getting them, getting them going. And I was just like, yes, God, yes. I don't know if she, I think she actually eliminated someone. I'm trying to remember. I think she eliminated Mandy Rose. I think. Yeah. She eliminated Mandy Rose. So then we had number six came in and it is the pirate princess of NXT, Kari Sane. And I was just like, meh. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I like her. I, well, I, I do too. It. It's Halloween every day for her, and that's cool. But I'm just like, man. I would like. I don't like them that much, but I would have rather called up Billy Kay or Peyton Royce because, like, she hasn't been there that long. Right, Kari literally only came from the uh, May Young Classic. She was the winner of the Mae Young Classic, so she's only literally been in NXT for at least about half, uh, almost about a year now, I would say, is yeah. how long she's been in NXT. I think Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay have been down there for at least maybe almost two years now. I know yeah, they are yeah. getting, like, I'm, I'm going to put the spoiler out there right now, if you don't know, I things are actually coming up after WrestleMania, along with the Austin's of Pain and No Way Jose. So, I'm not excited to see them. I don't. I don't want to hear Peyton Royce say iconic, 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 iconic. Every yeah, fucking I, five minutes, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. I'm going to pull my weave out of my head, and I don't need to be doing it. That might be a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just like, how the fuck does Ty Dillinger deal with this girl? She seems so annoying. Yeah, she's pretty as fuck, but God, her character is annoying. I just want to smack her. God. So then that's when the crowd actually started to get excited. Uh, Kari Sane hit consecutive awesome elbows, and Lita actually hit a couple twists of fates. So I was just like, yes! Before she paid, she did her moonsault on Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. I was just like, yes, girl! There was our chanting, you still got it. You still got it. So then Tamina came in at number seven. I don't know what the fuck this woman was wearing. Her whole outfit was just like white jean. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like she had on a white jean jacket, white jeans with like torn legs. Looked like I think tiger stripes, I think, or cheetah stripes, some shit like that. So I was just like, girl, what the fuck are you wearing? Yeah, like it, it, was, it was just weird. So then, um. Uh, so then Lita then goaded uh, Tamina into rushing her as a uh, elimination. So And then Becky Lynch did um, quickly flip her over the top rope. I think she uh, Becky actually eliminated uh, Tamina and Lita. They both got eliminated. So uh, number, where was I? Number seven? Number seven was Tamina. Number eight was Dana Brooke. Number nine, holy shit, Tori Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. Holy fuck shit. Another girl who has not aged a fucking day. Oh, no, she did not. But she did not last long in the ring. And then she literally got eliminated quickly. Fairly quickly she got eliminated. Uh, Kai Singh got eliminated. Like, two to four person got eliminated. Then Dana Brooke got eliminated. I don't know by who. Then Tori Wilson got eliminated. Then Sarah Logan got eliminated. He lasted for a long time, which surprised me. Yeah, it did really surprise me that she actually 
um, stayed that long. So then we had number 10, which was Miss Put Your Hair Up and Square Up. Stupidest I've ever fucking heard for uh, like a character. Stupid, it's so stupid. I don't think that Sonya's stupid or anything like that. I'm not bagging on her, but I just think whoever came up with that line needs to like rethink their life. Yes. So then, um, Liv Morgan came in, and then number twelve, I was kind of shocked. Molly Holly, and I was like, holy fuck, you guys brought back Molly Holly, holy son of a bitch. I was like, damn. Like, she got a big pop. I was like, holy shit. Yes, Molly Holly. And let me tell you, Molly Holly literally just like she just hit her 30s. Like, holy she shit. Look, she doesn't look like it. What, how old do you think she looks like? I say, I say late 20s, but I didn't think she was like 30. What? How old is Molly Holly? How I old is that woman? I'm going to look. Hold on, we're, like, we're gonna do research. <laughs> we're doing research, guys. We need to figure out how old is Molly Holly. Why did, where the fuck is her age? Where is your age, woman? She was born in 1970. She's 40! What? She is 40! Her debut was in 1997, so I guess it makes sense, but shit. I didn't think she was that old. Or she I just... was born September 7th, 1977. She is 40 years old. Holy son of a bitch. Holy wow. Wow. Kira, the hell are you doing? Sorry, guys. I'm, 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 I'm a mom. Every time it gets too quiet in my house. And my dog's not in the room. I know what the fuck she's she got to be doing something that she's not supposed to be fucking doing. All right, <laughs> let's see. Where was I? Where was I? So then, um, Molly Holly was number twelve. So then number thirteen got a big huge pop, and that was Miss Lana. Miss Lana came out, so everyone got the Rusev chant. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell y'all during the men's Royal Rumble, everyone started chanting. Rusev Day for like a good 20 minutes. The whole time Rusev was in the match, everyone was going, Rusev Day, Rusev Day. Even at the pre-show, they're doing Rusev Day, Rusev Day. And I'm driving home like in the rain, just dry, just dancing to Rusev Day, Rusev Day. And I'm just like, holy fuck, look at Rusev. Rusev has come up. Rusev done like hit the damn jackpot with his Rusev Day shit. Like, oh, but look, I also forgot to mention about the Brock Braun Kane match. So Braun messed up a move and accidentally Lesnar in the face. Now shit happens. It's wrestling. I understand that. But Brock got all pissy with Braun and like took an actual fist and punched him in the side of the head as hard as he could. You are actually replays of that. If you guys don't believe us, go on WWE with YouTube. It's there. Is he such a mm, a bitch? A piece of shit. Like, I understand, you know, fuck-ups happen a lot in wrestling. When you fuck up a move, you're not supposed to get, you know, physical about it. It's like Brock forgot that this is a UFC. You're not supposed to fucking punch a wrestler in the face. He might have got he might have got a concussion for this, from that. But again, this is Braun. Nothing can kill Braun. Not a garbage truck. Not just... even, nothing can kill Braun. Nothing can. Sorry, I just, I forgot to mention that, and I just saw it, so. 
You're cool. But, you're cool. I have forgot about it too. So you're cool. I have totally forgot about that. So Lana started chanting Rusev Day when Lana entered. Um, I don't know when. How long did she last? Um, she was the after Molly Holly. No, oh, Sonya Deville got uh, eliminated. A then left Morgan. Molly Holly got eliminated, and then Lana got eliminated, I think, by, um, fuck, either Becky or Sasha. I can't remember. Yeah, I... I cannot fucking remember for the life of me. So, after Lana came out, who came out at number 14? None other than motherfucking Michelle McCool. And let me tell you, holy fucking shit, that woman has not aged have any of them like a majority Plastic surgery girl Plastic 99% of them came out and I'm like did you like even age at all shit I, I, I was just like how I'm like first and then of she all, did. Girl, I know you're like in your 40s I know you're in your 40s so and she didn't look like that kid. holy shit she's had two kids I think so yeah, she, she looks fucking two of the Undertaker's kids two of the Undertaker's, Undertaker's gargantuan ass children and she, oh no, yeah, she's almost 40 and she has abs of steel. So I'm just like, holy son of a bitch. So everybody started pop, kind of pop from Michelle McCool. She came out, everyone started chanting, Undertaker, pop, 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 pop Undertaker. So she eliminated four people. But I think those four people was um, Lana, Molly Holly, Liv Morgan, and Sonya Deville. I think those were the four people. Yeah. Yeah. So then number 15 came out, which was Ruby Wyatt with two T's, which is so stupid. <laughs> uh, it's so stupid. <sighs> but then after she came out, oh boy, number 16, I was not expecting. All you hear is, hold on guys, I would like turn down the volume. <clears throat> Excuse me! <laughs> and I was just like, oh no. Oh, no. I'm getting flashbacks. I'm like, oh, no. If you've never heard that in person, you don't realize how shrill it is until you, like, hear it. And it's, she kept it's... getting louder as she came to me. Excuse me! I'm just like, oh, my God, my ears. Oh, my God. I was like, no, Vicky Guerrero is back. She must need some money. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> must be broke I'm like living up your husband's name is not enough for you you gotta come back during the first women's royal rumble and so everybody lined up who was still in the ring which was um actually Ruby got eliminated before Ricky came so I think it was still um Becky Lynch Sasha Banks Michelle McCool and uh, who else was still there? Fuck, I can't remember. Um, one more. I can't. Mm-hmm. Think of, I can't think of her name. Um, damn it. And then lost me. So, um, they all lined up like outside, and you know they're in the ring, and they're all lined up against each other, and they all just took her and just put her over the damn top rope. I'm like, thank God, bye. Bye, Vicky. And she's still screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling while she's outside. And then here comes number 17, Carmella. Now, boy, 
Vicky was pissed. Vicky was all the way pissed. So Vicky took Carmela's briefcase and hit her with it. So Carmela is literally on the ground. She throws the briefcase down, walks out, still screaming. And I'm just like, shut that woman up! Shut her up! Shut up! Carmela is the Heath Slater of women. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Okay, Heath Slater, I see you. And Carmela, if you're ever listening to this, I mean that in the nicest way possible. I, we all love Carmela. Kira, get your ass out of there. Sorry, my <laughs> dog is up to no good. I hear her. So, then we have, I think, while after Carmela actually, yeah, Carmela actually comes in, somebody gets eliminated, and it is everybody's favorite, Becky Lynch. Kira, get your ass in here. I don't know what the hell you doing, but get your ass in here. Sorry, I hear my dog. I know she has to know that. So, Ooh. Becky Lynch gets eliminated. I don't know by who, guys. I can't remember my notes tonight. Everywhere. Oh, kind of just like, someone eliminated, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, Becky Lynch gets eliminated, and everybody starts booing. Everyone starts to get real pissed off. So, then we had number 18 come, and it's Natalia. And I'm just like, meh. So, um... Then we had uh, number 19, which got a huge pop. Another Hall of Fame, not Hall of Fame, another legend, Kelly Kelly. And I was just like, holy shit, look at Kelly Kelly. She look good. The extensions is cute, girl. Yes. Yeah, she looked really good, too. She looked good. Mm-hmm. So, then we had Miss Feel the Glow herself, Naomi. I'm just like, yeah. By this time, I'm on my bed. I'm jumping up and down. I'm dancing. I'm like, yeah, I feel that gap. Yeah. I'm getting all my shoes, but that was a lot of work. <laughs> so, nobody has been eliminated yet. So, then we had number 21, another Hall of Famer, Jacqueline. I'm just like, look at Jacqueline. Holy shit. She looks amazing. Right? Like, holy she looks absolutely amazing and I know that um my bad someone did get eliminated Jacqueline got eliminated then Kelly Kelly got eliminated and the hell am I doing she's doing something she's not supposed to be doing so then in comes number 22 and it is the beast of the women's division Nia Jax, I'm like, oh shit, somebody's about to die. And to be honest, I thought afterwards, because like she was just dominating everyone, mm-hmm. I thought Karma was gonna come out and just like yes. hit her ass. Right. So when Nia Jax actually came in, she actually eliminated three people, and I think those three people were Ruby Riot, Kelly Kelly, and Jacqueline. And I was just like, holy son of a bitch. She's just wreaking havoc. Then Naomi almost gets eliminated. She gets like thrown on the outside, but she gets thrown on the girls that were already outside that were not eliminated yet. And she's like on like one of the barricades. So I'm just like, why the fuck she gonna get back in? I'm like, oh no. Oh oh no. So after she got thrown over the top, she landed on a bunch of women and she wound up on top of the barricades. She proceeded to walk the barricade, find her way onto a chair, and walk on her hands 
while her feet are on the rolling chair, um, and um, and go all the way to the steel chap steel steps and onto the top rope, only for Nia Jax to catch her midair and toss her over the top rope again. And I'm just like, God damn it! So then the number nineteen appears, and holy shit, does she get a pop? It's none other than Beth Phoenix, and I'm just like, holy fuck! All these legends. Where are the NXT girls? <laughs> like you brought back all these legends. Where are the NXT girls? I had heard like they're supposed to bring nine NXT girls. So I'm like, all right, so Amber, the dynamic, dynamic, the iconic duo, Cody saying a whole bunch of has no other girls and no one really knows of. So when they didn't do that, I was like, oh, so we're just gonna have legends at the legends and no NXT girls except for like you know a couple. Yeah, okay, die with me. I'm good with that. So, yeah. What was that? I just said yeah. So <laughs> agreeing with you. So then, Bex Phoenix entered and stood toe to toe with Nia Jax, who she tried to lift up, but she was unable to place over the top rope. And then we get Bex Phoenix and Natalia teamed up because I think they were like best friends while they were in WWE. Uh, they teamed up, but they were only able to get Nia Jax through the middle rope which means that she was not eliminated. She was still in the verb rumble, but she was not eliminated. And so after that, they went to the middle of the ring and they hugged. And of course, Natalia quickly turned on her and eliminated Beth Phoenix. So after that, we had number 20, who I freaked out for, Miss fucking Ember Moon, NXT Women's Champion, so she brought her bell. Her arm is all kinds of wrapped up. I'm like, Amber's here and she's alive. And so I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's doing everything she can while she has, um, um, someone put Carmela twice. Hmm, stupid. Oh, Amber came before Carmela. I totally forgot about Amber. My bad. Sorry, Amber. I love you. Good deal. She came in after. Amber, somebody put Carmella on here twice. I'm gonna smack the goddamn shit out of them. <laughs> Dumbasses. Oh, we can't have nice things. Oh, wait, no, no, I didn't. I'm just dumb. I'm just dumb. Um, yeah, no, that went too far. No, Nia Jax came in, and then Beth Phoenix came in. I totally forgot about Amber. I'm sorry. I love her so much. So, so much. So then, after Beth Phoenix got eliminated, here comes number 25, a.k.a. my pick to win the whole entire thing, Miss Asuka, a.k.a. the woman who has not lost a single goddamn fucking match since she's been in WWE. She's literally been undefeated for two years, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm over her. I'm over her little goddamn undefeated streak reign. I need her to lose. It's stupid. Like, I put this on Twitter, and, like, I know you retweeted it. I did. But everyone was just like, oh, my God, how can you think that she's overrated and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she's not that good. Like, okay, yeah, she has the experience like someone like Kevin Owens does. Right. When it comes to just being in WWE, she has little to no experience. Right. Like, and I don't care that she's undefeated. That's how she was booked. Like, you could book anyone like that. And just, I'm just, I'm so over it. And she, like, one day, could she, like, 
main event and be like the top girl. Of course, I'm not saying that she doesn't have that potential because she does. But right now, she her matches aren't over the top good. Mm-hmm. She and her mic skills need to improve. I think that she doesn't speak English, girl. That's not her fault. Oh no, I'm not knocking her for not speaking English, but I just think like her character development needs work. Yeah, because she only really knows like a couple words. She knows that I will win and nobody is ready for Oscar. That's literally that's all she says. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. Nobody's ready for Oscar, but you don't have to say it every time you do a promo. Like we want to see something else. Give us something else. Like I know she barely knows how to speak English. Literally barely knows how to speak English. Barely. Because every time she does a promo it's usually in Japanese, and then she goes to English and says, nobody ready for Asuka. So I'm just like, okay, know that She knows how to say, you talk too much, because she said it to Naya in NXT. But right. You, right. you get my point. Yeah, I get your point. So, after Asuka came in, huge crowd reaction, and of course, Ember Moon is still in this thing. Uh, she actually uh, hit a one-arm eclipse on Asuka, but was quickly eliminated because after she hit it, you know, her arm was just, she got eliminated by Asuka because I think Asuka hit her arm and then uh, she was on the outside of the of the ring and some she did something with her arm and she just, she jumped off herself. So I think like, I don't know if Ember's like really, really injured. She's just like really playing that up. She's starting to, you know, worry me. I'm starting not to be able to tell anymore, so. I'm just starting to get nervous. So I'm just like, girl, like, are you really injured? Or is this, like, you know, a thing for the character? Like, girl, let a girl know. I'm nervous. Yeah, I was like, ugh, this made me nervous. Exactly. It, it, it's making me nervous. So then we had number 26, Mickey James. And I think that's, oh, God, which one of her friends was still in here? I think it was, mm, cannot remember which one of her friends was still in this thing uh, oh god which one I think it was no okay she wasn't in yet so Mickey James came in and then number 27 hit and it was freaking one of the Bella twins and I'm just like oh dear god why why I expected it I was like I was waiting for it. I'm like okay we have two Bella twins here let's go <sighs> so Nikki Bella came out to a light a couple of John Cena sucks chants. So leading to Carmella mocking her husband before uh, Nikki tossed her over the top rope. And of course, after Nikki came Brie to a full crowd chanting, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I just wanted to throw this out here really quick, but I. The Bella Twins have never really been my favorite. Not mine either. But I give Brie so much credit because she had a baby eight months ago. And to go from having a baby to that in such a short amount of time and looking how good that she did, she I give her amazing. a lot of credit. Because I don't, think, amazing. I don't think a lot of people could have done that. So I don't want her to think like I'm bashing on her. Right. If she would ever listen to this. But... Like, I just think it's a cool comeback. Not necessarily, like, the fact that she was in it, but, like, the fact that she, how much work she had to put into it. Right. Like, I kind of, like, Bree's always been, like, 
the humble one, the, the one who's always chill, the one, you know, kind of like, you know, she's like your everyday girl. It's like she doesn't go, you know, shop for expensive ass things. She's vegan. Like, she does all, like, this chill ass shit. While Nikki, total opposite. Nikki has to have, you know, name brand anything, name brand everything. You know, her husband is going to be John Cena. And they like the expensive sort of thing. And Brie kind of doesn't. You know, she kind of likes, you know, I'm going to chill here in, like, my ranch house with my baby. And we're going to be vegan. We have a garden outside. They're, they're just really cool. They're real cool. So, that's why I kind of like her. So, then number 29 hit, and it's Bailey. So, I'm just like, all right, come on. Bring her out. Bring out number 30. We all know it's going to be. So, then the crowd starts chanting Ronda Rousey. Oh, but number 30 actually said... Trish Stratus and oh my god I heard her music and I was like ah, yes oh uh, uh, what are you saying it was it was it was awesome I was secretly hoping for it and I'm glad it wasn't someone else yes we were all very very excited so Stratus immediately hit a double Stratisfaction on the bellows before squaring up with squaring off with Mickey James. If you have not known, they actually had a WrestleMania uh, match where you know the infamous Mickey James, you know, hit Trish in between the legs and licked her fingers. I was just like, ew. First off, ew. Gross. That was when Mickey James did the whole, you know, she's crazy thing. So when they did that, the whole entire crowd erupted. But, of course, that led to Nia Jax entering the ring again, only to power out of an attack. All the women just climbed on her, and it was something out of a cartoon. She's just like, all the women just threw back. She just threw them all, like, rawr, like monster. And just threw them all. I was <laughs> just like, holy fuck, this bitch is a beast. Yes. <laughs> I love Nia. She's, She's a fucking beast. So, um... <laughs> Who is it? Uh, something happened and had Nia Jax teetering near on the uh, ropes as the Bella Twins tried to eliminate her from the ring apron and succeeded with the help of the rest of the women. So while the women are actually celebrating, Sasha Banks turned around and threw Bailey over the top rope with no remorse. And I'm just like, oh shit, we're gonna get healed, Sasha. Finally! My favorite thing from that was Charlotte's face. Like, what the yeah, fuck like, just oh, happened? Sasha! She's one of the four horsewomen. Sasha! <laughs> so then Trish Stratus and Sasha Banks then squared off with Trish Stratus mocking her, you know, whole thing that she does when she comes out, the whole hip thing. She did that, and I was just like, yes! Can we get that as a WrestleMania thing? Please! But, of course, it was Sasha Banks who won the battle by tossing Trish Stratus over the top rope. And then it was Asuka and Banks who had the next stare down, which we will talk about tomorrow because, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but as it looked like they were prepared to team up, Sasha Banks attacked her and was joined by the Bella Twins. They were the final four. However, as Sasha Banks continued to trash talk Asuka, uh, with her prone atop the middle rope in the corner, the Bellas eliminated Sasha Banks together. Now, while Brie was teetering on the ring apron, Nikki decided to purposely 
run her off the ledge and onto the floor to cement a spot in the final two. And I was just like, what the entire fuck? Oscar and Nikki Bella. What? 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 <laughs> what is like? I don't know. I was torn. I was just like, eh, what the fuck? I, I'm like, oh, great. Now I know who's definitely going to win. So Oscar and Nikki both found themselves on the apron as Oscar nearly eliminated Nikki by gripping her over the rope with her right leg. Oscar finally kicked Nikki in the shin, forcing her off the apron and onto the floor to win the first women's Royal Rumble. And I was just like, of course. When it was over, I'm just like, of course. It was a little too predictable. Way too predictable. So then after she won, she gets on the ropes and she points to the WrestleMania sign. So then in comes Charlotte Flair and uh, Little Miss Bliss, Alexa Bliss. They come to the middle of the ring and Oscar's standing in between them. And if you did not know, the rules were the same for the uh, rules were the same for the women's match as they were for the men's match. Yeah. Men's match. The winner of the Royal Rumble could choose which title they wanted to go for the SmackDown or the Raws. So, with Oscar standing in between them, I'm like, oh my God, who's she going to choose? Who's she going to choose? And so, both Charlotte and uh, Alexa Bliss both put up their titles. All of a sudden, you hear someone's music hit. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, oh no. No. And in walks Ronda Rousey. Oh. Okay. Here's my take on this. Do I have a problem with her being a full-time wrestler? No. What I have a problem with is her coming in in what is supposed to be the 30 women's and Asuka's moment. And just, like, takes over the whole moment, points at the WrestleMania sign. Now, I'm hoping they don't do a title shot with her. Because I just don't get how she just walks in and, oh, here you go. What I would actually like to see, which is what was set up at WrestleMania 31, with Stephanie and Triple H, and then, like, a partner of her choosing, like, The Rock, or someone like that. I would be okay with that, because it gives her something to do. It puts her with a couple big names, and it benefits a lot of people. But if she comes in and just takes a championship shot, whether it's us or whether it's Alexa or Charlotte, whatever, I think that takes away a spot from a girl who has been busting her ass all year just to have someone from UFC take her spot. Now, is she better than a Brock Lesnar? Yes, I believe she will be because it's a full-time contract. However, I just don't agree with the whole... I'm going to take your spot kind of thing. Well, good news. Uh, she will not be having a title shot as of right now. Um, from what I'm hearing, it might be Oscar versus Charlotte and then Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Championship. And then Ronda is going to go for the... She's going to go on a tag team against a partner of her choosing and then uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. But as of right now, I don't. Right now, she says she's on a full contract, but I don't think she's coming to a WWE ring and debuting until WrestleMania. So pretty much, she's on a Brock contract. She's full time, but she's making Brock appearances. 
pretty much. Well, at least she doesn't have a title, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. So pretty like much- John Cena, I'm fine with him being part timer. He doesn't have a title, and if he has had a title during his part time schedule, okay. it was he won it off of AJ Styles last year at the Royal Rumble, had it for a month, lost it to Bray Wyatt. Right. That is fine with me. Yeah, I was I was good with that. So I guess her whole thing is she is um, kind of like how Roddy, Roddy Piper, she is now Rowdy Ronda Rousey. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> like I, I, I understand. How? I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I get that you were actually trained by Roddy Piper himself. And, you know, when he died, you know, you guys were really close. And she actually came in wearing Rowdy, Roddy Piper's jacket that his son gave her to wear, I guess to keep, we don't know. But um, pretty much that's her whole thing. She is Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. And I'm just like, <sighs> And so after she came to ringside, like she tried to shake Oscar's hand. Oscar slapped her hand away. I'm just like, yes. And so she walks, she points to the WrestleMania uh, sign for like a good a minute, two minutes. Walks out, walks to Stephanie McMahon, pulls her hand out to shake Stephanie's hand. She shakes her hand and then walks off. And that's the end of the whole thing. I'm just like, okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Just take the, you know, take take the shine off of, you know, all these women who work their asses off for like an hour to two hours because that's literally what everyone's been talking about. Like, you kind of like overshadowed the first women's Royal Rumble with fucking Ronda Rousey. Like, I've seen all over the WWE news, even on Monday Night Raw, they barely talked about the first women's Royal Rumble. No. They only showed like pictures and, you know, a snippet but the one thing they've been talking about is fucking Ronda Rousey. Like, they literally hurried up to the whole entire Women's Royal Rumble until they got to Ronda Rousey's spot. So I was just like, bullshit, but we'll talk about that more when we get to Monday Night Raw tomorrow. So, um, we actually have some question from, questions from our dedicated listeners, who I love ever so much. Thank you guys for listening. You guys I love them more. Them. Don't worry about it. What? I love them more, so don't worry about oh, it. Oh, you love them more. <laughs> I'll fight you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely yeah. love all of our followers. You guys are utterly amazing. So, hold on. I'm trying to find every single question. Um, Where is it? Where is it? Well, actually, I'm going to go on our other page because I know that Joker actually answered the question, but I just can't find it as of right now. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, so here's a question from Greg at Triple G 212203. He asked, if we could replace a current superstar with a former superstar, who we choose? Male, we have to do male and female. Taylor, you go first. I kind of already dead. know. Maybe dead? Huh? Like- could I bring someone back from the dead if I so choose her as alive only? They didn't say. They just said if you can replace one male and one female with a former superstar, who would you choose? They didn't say alive or dead. So if you want to do dead, go ahead. <laughs> they didn't be specific. Um, 
Well, I want to replace Jason Jordan with Dean Ambrose because no matter what Jason Jordan does, he will never be Dean Ambrose, so you can piss right off. And if (laughs) if I was going to pick a female wrestler, I would, and I'm not saying this to be mean because I like Paige, but as a like in the wrestling role, not as like a manager role, mm-hmm. I would get rid of Paige and bring back AJ Lee if she would so choose. Of course, you would. I miss her so much. I know you do, girl. But unfortunately, you know, due to circumstances with her husband, you know, she's not going to come back ever, 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 ever. Even to all the people who said that, you know, that. She was yeah, she that um her husband was gonna come back for this uh uh shit I'm gonna say WrestleMania Royal Rumble I already know I was like he's not gonna come back he's not gonna come back ever 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 he's never coming back so I kind of hey. like what what you said anyone so I can dream yeah I know you can dream. So that's that question. Um, well, I didn't answer it. If I can bring back anybody, replace somebody. Ugh, man, I'm gonna have to go down the list. Um, male. Who would I replace? Uh, this is so hard because I kind of really like everybody. This is so so hard. Okay, if I was gonna do a fantasy booking, I'm gonna do a fucking fantasy booking. I know it's gonna fuck me up. Uh, um, God damn it! Uh, I can't think of it. Mm. Okay, I would totally get rid of Sheamus and Cesaro's attack team as a whole. I would get rid of them, and if I could bring anyone, I would replace them with the old, so lovely Young Bucks. Ooh. They would take over everything, and I would love it. I would put them on Raw, and then I would team them up with the Ballot Club just so I could have them as a whole, and I could just, oh, that's a wet dream that I would love to have. <laughs> Female, um, uh, this is so hard. Like I said, I really like everybody. I would totally get rid of Asuka, bring back Michelle McCool. Those are good picks. So thanks, Greg, for that question. We have another person's question. Uh, one of my followers. His name is Black Baymax at Black underscore Baymax eight. He asked us fantasy booking question. In your opinion, how should the buildup between AJ and Shinsuke at WrestleMania thirty four be booked from now until April? Ooh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Taylor, you want to take this? Take one hat? Do you want to take this one? Should I go? I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to enjoy this because I'm not, mm-hmm. like, I know people are like, oh my God, you're not looking forward to it, but I'm not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was going to book it, uh-huh. I wouldn't have, like, if they're building up this, how it's such a dream match. Right. Do not have them face off until Mania. I have them. I would. Mm, I don't know. You give them the like, like promos and stuff is fine, but if you Sorry. have them face off beforehand, it's. Go- I just feel like it's going to ruin 
the potential that the match has. Right. Possibly. Mm-hmm. If I was to book this, I would I would kind of just like tease it just a little bit. I wouldn't tease it until literally the week of Mania. Like I wouldn't have them face off anything, no promos. I would have Shinsuke having a match with maybe someone like Randy Orton or maybe like one of the uh the used to be hype bros and then AJ Styles comes out after the match, gets in the ring, gets in Shinsuke's face they face off AJ takes off his title puts it high up in the air points to the Wrestlemania sign and then walks off and then it's just be like gotta wait till Sunday and I'll be like yeah that's how I book it I would just have them not talk to each other and not have anything you know just you know how how you know how the WWE does I'll just like tease it by you know video packages that's what I would do I would just have video package after video package all the way up to at least the week up and then have them finally face off in each other and that's how I would book it like I wouldn't want to like ruin it I wouldn't even take the title off of AJ anytime in these three months I would not do it nope I wouldn't take the title if they take the title off of AJ and have Shinsuke go against someone else I'm gonna be absolutely livid I'm gonna be so fucking pissed yeah there's so no pissed. reason why they should do that I'll be so pissed. So thank you for that question. And I still have to find one more goddamn question that our brother asked us. Um, hold on. Joker. Joker asked us at the oh god, what is at the Joker of the South. He says thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble as a whole. I'll take this one. Um I'll go first. Um my thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble as a whole. It was amazing to have all these, you know, legends come back. I would have loved to see you know, more NXT girls. Don't get me wrong. I was not hanging on any of the legends. They looked amazing. Um, I probably would not have brought back the Bella Twins. I would have replaced them with somebody else. But I understand they were literally just like, you know, scrap for time. Alicia Fox is injured. Paige is injured. Supposedly supposed to be out for the rest of her life. Um, so you're like out two spots what are you going to do so I guess maybe you know they switched them up and brought back all these legends and shit and kind of you know rewrote everything due to Alicia Fox getting injured but I would have brought back more and I would have brought out more NXT girls like Billy Kay, Peyton Royce unfortunately I would have left I would have brought back Nikki maybe Brie came out after the match something like that but um, as a whole it was nice to see that, and yeah, to know the announcement that we heard today, which we'll talk about tomorrow, which is amazing, and I cannot wait for. Actually, I'll t- I'll say it now, but we'll talk. We'll go in more in depth into it tomorrow. Um, we got the women's first. We got the first women's Royal Rumble, and now we're getting the first women's Elimination Chamber, which we will talk about more tomorrow. Taylor, what are your thoughts on this question? You answered the question. I think it was well booked for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have brought up, yeah, like I agree with your points with the whole NXT girls, like Nikki Cross and a couple others. Yeah, I would have loved to. I would have loved to have her come out and just destroy everybody because you know she's supposed to be, you know, part of um, sanity, and you know they're fucking insane. I just love her so much. Um, and I wouldn't have had Ronda come out. 
I would have waited till tonight to have her debut because she overshadowed a lot and took away the attention of like yeah, like, I don't I, like. I wasn't happy that Asuka won, but at the same time, like that's her moment, and then having her come out just ruined it. Right. Like, I, there's a time and a place to bring someone like Ronda out, and after the match was not it was correct. Not the time, not no. the time, nor the place. Um, and it kind of even overshadowed just Charlotte and Alexa too. Right. Because. It's about them as well, not... It's about, like, the women who participated, yes, too. But it's also part bringing light to both champions. And Ronda just kind of was like, oh, fuck you guys, I'm here. Right. But overall, it was way better than, like, the Money in the Bank or the Hell in a Cell matches that we got for, like, the first ever ones for women. Mm-hmm. So I will give them that, that they booked it, that they're, they have learned from their mistakes in that way and have made it better but at the same time they ruined it with the whole Ronda coming out at the end so I think there's room for improvement but it's definitely a step up from what we've seen yeah definitely it was nice that you know we actually got you know the first women's Royal Rumble and it was amazing along with the men's Royal Rumble with all the surprises we had a lot of surprises with the women it was just I loved it and it sucks I have to wait another year for this shit to go down again it sucks but <laughs> I can't wait what the hell they're actually going to bring up with next year. So, yeah. So, I have to say, this this pay-per-view gets an 8 out of a 10. They only get an 8 out of a 10 because, number one, you brought back, you brought Ronda, and you fucked with Ty Dillinger. That's the only reason why you're going to get 8 out of 10. You would have got a 10 out of a 10, but you fucked up Ty Dillinger. Don't ever do it again. Yeah, <laughs> What's your rating, Taylor? I'd say an 8.5. The whole Ronda thing ruined it, and Brock's fuck it. I knew he was going to win. I I understand. Sorry. I understand that he was going to win, but it just just pisses me off to no end. Mm -hmm. But other than that, good pay-per-view. It was a very good pay-per-view. Both both NXT and the World Rumble brought the whole entire weekend. Oh, it, it just, the whole weekend was just full of wrestling. Knowing we still have, we had Saturday wrestling, Sunday wrestling, Monday wrestling, Tuesday wrestling, Wednesday still wrestling because Total Divas comes on. So literally, we have five days of wrestling, and I'm just like, I am exhausted. <laughs> God, <laughs> so definitely, I just just at least we got a little bit of a break. We got to wait until Elimination Chamber, which I'm kind of really already not excited for that the only reason i'm excited is because we get the first women's elimination chamber um we're gonna go way more in depth into monday night raw just now i'm gonna talk a whole lot of shit about monday night raw because it was pure bullshit but yeah um i think that's it for this episode taylor you got anything else to say no I I think we covered pretty much we every everything yeah. without going into depth. Exactly. But yeah, this was very good pay-per-view. Crazy weekend. Full of wrestling. Holy shit. Definitely. Definitely. So with that, we are going to go into part two, guys. This has been part one. We did NXT and the Royal Rumble. So until tomorrow, guys, when we do part two of this podcast. I've been Smiley. It's been Taylor. 
We are the TNT Podcast. This has been episode three. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Be sure to share this, download this, um, like this video when it gets on YouTube. Uh, By the way, thanks for 35 downloads on our goddamn page. Holy shit, you guys! That's like kind. I know it's like eh, little, but holy shit, 35 downloads, and we've only had two episodes. Holy shit, guys! Like that's huge for us. Like. We, I've, we've actually had, you know, guys on Twitter actually tell us, like, they like listening to us, and they like what we have to say. Like, holy yeah. shit. To, and actually have guy, guy wrestling fans tell us they like to hear what we have to say. That is amazing. Like, that literally amazes me, because usually guy wrestling fans are usually real dicks, and they think they know everything. So to know that you guys actually like our opinions, what we have to say, I just have to say thank you. That literally... Holy shit, that touched my heart. Thank you so much for listening, guys. So we're, we're going to keep this going. With that, it's like 2 fucking in the morning. So we're going to hit that. We're going to edit this episode and get ready for part two. Thanks for listening to us ramble for two hours. Kira, thank you for making your last. <laughs> your, yeah, thank you, Kira. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, we are both out. Taylor, we shall do this again tomorrow. See you then. Uh, we shall see you then. Kira, away from the keyboard. All right, guys. <laughs> see ya. Bye-bye.